0: Welcome to Bells and Whistles, the chaotic show with debates, speculations, and a recap of what's going on in pro sports. I'm your host, Silence, and with me, I got my co host The Bridge and Jay Bellington back for our second episode of the year. I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. What's up, y'all? Bridge. Uh,
1: glad to be here. Hey, what up, Bridge? Uh, this, you already know who it is, Jay Bellington and his... Uh... Coastal here is Jay Belling here, and uh, you already know ring, ring, ring,
0: ring. Glad to be back. Like I said last week we kind of recapped the NFL regular season, and this week we'll be recapping wildcard weekend, predictions for the divisional divisional round, some more general NBA talk. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Oh, but man, Jay Bellington, been a long time, man. Uh, you weren't on the show last week. How you doing?
2: Oh yeah, I apologize, that when I was, I wasn't even home and I didn't want to try to put on headphones in the environment I was in, but I appreciate you having me, man, I've been good, you know what I'm saying, just trying to get used to the damn life, which is very fun, had me a young age, which I already know, you know what I'm saying, little boy, but it was real fun, you know what I'm saying, just trying to get rich every day. Michelle, Hi, Bridge.
1: Bridge, how you been? Getting back to doing stuff that I like to do and all that, what I'm trying to do i uh, been keeping myself busy, uh, writing and all that, pretty much, and, you know, watching these games and all that, but than that, I've been good. What up, T-Bridge? What's up? Hey, man, how you doing, brother? I'm good, how about you? I'm good, good, you just said, it. I just said hi, I didn't realize you was in here. I, I was uh,
2: the little one. Lovely. He is currently in my arms right now staring at me. Like, what is he like? looking like? What are you talking about? But now nah, he's real good. Getting big, getting big. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Cutie
0: pie. Yes, absolutely. Like I said, we're going to go ahead and uh, recap this wild card weekend. Uh, first game that I know we uh, discussed. Uh, Seattle versus San Francisco. And we had Naj on last week to give his predictions for these. But he, he's not here right now. Um, but I'll go ahead and just recap what he said as well. But last week, uh, Naj, uh, Bridge, and I, we picked San Francisco to beat Seattle. And then Jay Bellington, if you want, you know, just feel free, like, throw in any thoughts that you have about any of these games.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: so, yeah, uh, so San Francisco ended up pulling that one out. It was a game in the first half, but then by the end, they pulled away with it. Uh, what would you guys think about that game? And what do you think the rematch with the Cowboys is going to look like this coming week since, as we all know, that game last year where it came down to the last spike of the game and they didn't get it off in time. And like Dallas, like lost, they lost an embarrassing fashion. It was crazy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so happy that it, that this is a rematch of that and it's a, and it's in the divisional round and hopefully, the Cowboys can follow up their win against Tampa with like a good performance competitive game the whole way through because they got two of the best defenses in the league. They got two of the best offenses in the league. Like this should be a, like this is an early NFC championship. But yeah. So what y'all think about those two games? Uh, of course, like I said, Dallas beating Tampa Bay, sending Tom Brady home. Last week, Bridge and I picked Dallas to win, and Naji, he picked uh, the Bucks. Of course he did. The Tom Brady magic. It ran out, but I think he's done in Tampa Bay. I think he's going on to another team. Uh, yeah, he need to go to the couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah, that he, he left his whole family. He ain't leave his whole family to go out in the wild card round. <laughs> That's
2: okay. You're right. You're right. He go play at least one more, but he shouldn't
0: change. At least one more. He's going to he last dance with some team out there. It's going to be a team that's locked and loaded. It can't be... He you it. He yeah, it. He be a, he's, he's going to go for number eight, bro, I'm telling you. Last yeah. week, I said that... Um,
2: last dance, Tom Brady, Garkowski, Belichick. <laughs>
0: Bro, because I think that if if him and Gronk went to the Raiders, bro, if you had Darren Waller and Rob Gronkowski as tight ends, and then you got Devontae okay. Adams,
2: let me stop you right there. You, that's, you that's got like,
0: Josh Jacobs. That's like
2: going to the like, Warriors. That's that's cheating,
0: bro. But I I'm saying, imagine Tom Brady goes to that division, and then he has to play Pat Mahomes twice a year, and then let's say let's say that. Russell Wilson actually gets a decent coach.
2: First of all, and, he to go.
0: Bro, I've been hearing so many reports about Russell Wilson have been cracking me up. How people in the Seahawks did not like him. Like, bro, because I thought people just was hating on him when they say he was corny or he was a square. But everybody on the, on the team was like, no, y'all don't understand. Like, this dude is a SpongeBob ass nigga, square, like, but but anyway, we get off topic. Uh, these are two games Seahawks, 49ers, Dallas, Bucks. Y'all got anything to say about those games, or do y'all want to move on to the next couple?
2: I the whole time, Tom Brady was going to pull something out of his ass like he usually do, and I was very glad that I could take
1: a breath that he did not. I said, yeah, Cowboys didn't choke it away.
2: Boy, like every other team do. i like, never forget the ATO game, 28-3, and he came back. I, I, that's why you can't, you can't say nothing to the end of the game. Entering the fourth quarter, I'm like, All right, Matt, now I can watch something
0: else. Unless the Falcons get Lamar Jackson, they curse forever, because blowing that lead is atrocious. what that was,
2: and then I saw that Maddie Ice, I didn't even repeat. You know, Maddie Ice was a quarterback then, and then the Colts got their ass busted terribly. And Maddie Ice was the quarterback then, too. I'm like, God damn it.
0: We need to, I'm just, we have been in turmoil here with the Colts, and we'll get to them when we get to the offseason section. But San Francisco wondering how they're going to. I mean, they on a, I think, 10-game win streak it is, so them going going up against Dallas will be a solid match, like I said. Got top defenses, top offenses, and we're going to see if Mike McCarthy can get it done. Because what was it? I was listening to a podcast earlier. I was listening to Dead End Sports. And one of the things that they said that was really interesting because Dan Quinn, who was the head coach of the Falcons in that blown Super Bowl, is the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. And then you got, of course, Kyle Shanahan, who was the head coach of the 49ers, who was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. So it's interesting seeing them go against each other this year, which – I mean, I guess they went against each other last year, but again, another rematch in that sense
1: right. to kind of
0: see, like, okay, now they got Micah Parsons firing, they got Tony Pollard, like, the Cowboys, if Zeke is doing what he's, I mean, not Zeke, if Dak is doing what he's supposed to be doing, then, like, we're going to see how they schemes match up against each other, so that's what I'm most interested in. I might actually, like, try and watch that whole game. Right. This should be a good one for sure. And then with the Seahawks, man, Gino he had a good season, bro. He he bounced. I know they used to be your dude, Jay Bellington.
2: Bro, what? I'm glad you remember that. That's impressive, bro. I used to go crazy with Gino when he played on the freaking Jets. I used to do niggas uh, greasy with him on Madden, boy. But now nah, he he did good. I'm, I'm glad he had the season like he did. He said did. <laughs> They wrote me off I right, right back though i was in tears i was like this dude
0: is crazy like, hell yeah he was, yeah, was like the way he looked like a time machine like because if you look at his old self like he looked young and the but the scruff and stuff like that he got in his face now or whatnot it's like damn it looked like that man and then went to the mountains and then came back down and is is like, oh, yeah, I just went ahead and broke a couple Seahawks uh, records and whatnot. Like,
2: went up in the mountains, and came down like, I can, I can sling this bitch again. Like, watch yeah, this.
0: he said, "Don't oh, no, don't tell me <laughs> out,
2: like you said. He said, said "When I've been about is slinging arrows, all type of shit, boy, like, watch this.
0: And then, uh, there was the quote where he said that it wasn't hard to, like, get the locker room behind him and have everybody to back him up. He said, because again, he said, the last guy that was in here, he wasn't exactly, you know what I'm saying, a people person. They said that this man, because y'all you know uh, DK Metcalf, who's a fucking freak. Yeah,
2: he's crazy. Like, he, he, he's a freak of nature, bro.
0: He said that when he would come in with his hair different colors, Russ would be like, I'm praying for you, brother. <laughs> and... I'll the fact
2: Russell saying some shit like that. This...
0: See, so after that uh, after that game, do you have any more thoughts about the Seahawks going into the offseason bridge, or are you kind of in the same boat?
1: I mean, I'm wondering what they're going to do. You know, he had, a, he had a good year, a good turnaround year. Uh, I'm just wondering what they're going to do, if they're going to roll with him for another year or if they're going to go looking for a new QB. So that's what I'm going to be paying attention to when it comes to them. Do you think Dino can replicate that? Or do at least half of that. Like um, keep him
2: afloat. I'm just wondering, in your opinion, do you think Gino could keep him afloat? Like, if they decided to roll with him and maybe use money for what? Like, I mean, like, I don't know, like a line, some receivers. I, like, I don't know. I'm just curious. Or maybe some better DBs, shit like that, better defense, make the defense
1: solid. I think, yeah. I think they could. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure if they keep him and bolster that O line and fix the defense up. Give him like another weapon or two. Uh, okay. I mean, Kenneth Walker would be another year in too. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: and Especially if
1: they behind him, the locker room behind him, like uh, he say that he is, should.
2: I oh, should I okay, 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 I'm just curious. now. I think that'd be a good idea.
1: That'd be a good way to do it. I think that, I think he could replicate it. Okay.
2: How old is he? How old
1: did you know? Thirty-one or thirty-two, I believe. Well, Geno was a bad boy. I used to have that
2: been Like I said, I used to old man, but I think I don't know if it was the right same time. But I think either he was the backup quarterback, but I mean, he was the starting quarterback at one time. But he it was Michael Vick and Geno Smith. I used to go crazy with them dudes. Oh my goodness! Jess was a was in the game at one point. You know, He's uh,
1: 32. thirty two, thirty two years old. See, I never really was into Geno Smith like that. I ain't really pay attention to the Jets like that either. they the, the Jets was Cody. I don't even remember, but they had a they had a
2: code ass quarterback, running back. They had a couple decent receivers. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know why that was the only team I could get a deal with. no matter was the fucking Jets. Did they had Chris Johnson at one point Maybe no. They, know, did they, had a, they had a whole bunch of fast ass people like that Chris Johnson. Like when Mike Vick was there? Maybe no. I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't I don't remember, remember right, know. right now. I think so, but yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, they was
0: they were solid, and. and he beat his former teams, all the teams mm-hmm. that he used to play for.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: that's perfect kind
2: of revenge. Hey, this is a random. This is kind of on top of the off topic. Which I think about Deshaun Jackson, basically playing that's for awesome. the same quarterback he's been playing with his whole career.
0: You said Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson?
2: Deshaun Jackson from they used to play on the uh, Eagles with Michael Vick, and now play on Baltimore with Lamar Jackson.
0: Oh, well, I guess I haven't really seen a whole lot. I've been wondering if, like, how they've been utilizing him, but I don't know. He still catches One,
2: some passes. He, he, still right, some he,
0: he can still stretch the field. That's my thing, is that I feel like you have to have somebody opposite him, opposite of him because of his mm-hmm. age but, hey, you bust him out at the right time, you design a play right for him, that man will burn somebody, yeah, and that man, will you, still, man. that man will still run through the tunnel, so...
2: Mm-hmm. You know, sorry, that was random. I was curious. I've seen a highlight uh, when I watched the Baltimore game, I, it came back up, where he caught that deep-ass pass. and like, hey, don't forget about Deshaun now, man. Hey, I know he used to do that with freaking uh, Michael Vick on the regular, like, come on. No, no, do sleep uh, on the Deshaun. Don't sleep on the
0: Back when Mike Vick and Deshaun Jackson was on the Eagles and they was going in the playoffs and shit like that, like, yeah.
2: Cheesy. Cheesy. Niggas in the game used to bomb it. to the, bro, They even going to run it with Mike Vick, or you going to bomb it to Deshaun Jackson, and that shit going to work. Everybody knows what you're going to do, and that shit still going to work. Yeah, they they was the cheese.
0: Next set of games. Well, we really got to talk about this one, y'all. What the hell? Chargers, yeah. Jaguars. So, Bridge, you picked the Chargers to win, and Naj and I picked the uh, Jaguars. And Shoot. you were right for the whole first half. You was damn right because had them up twenty-seven to zero, and these boys blew it like. <laughs> I can't remember what your I can't remember what your stance was in terms of why you picked the Chargers, like how strongly you felt about it, but I just want to get your take on what do you think about that implosion? I don't understand because something that cannot be forgotten. It's not like the Chargers came out the second half and then started turning it over. Nah, that man Trevor Lawrence had four interceptions in the first half the Chargers didn't have any turnovers in the whole game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they okay. still only scored three points in the second half.
1: That second half uh, debacle came down to, I would say, coaching. They didn't adjust after the Jaguars adjusted. Uh, I felt strongly, though, about the uh, about the Chargers winning. I thought out of the both teams, like, they were – even teams, but I felt the Chargers were a little better, but obviously not. They were about one half. I went to sleep with them being tw- up 27-0 and woke up to 31 to 30. Like, what the... How did that happen? That's all. Uh, kudos to Trevor Lawrence. He, he brought the Jaguars back. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was just... I don't see how you can just blow that kind of lead. How can you not score... More than three points in the second half. On the same um, defense uh, just in the first half. Yeah, it, it's just I will just say it came down to coaching and adjustments. Not enough adjustments made to come um, to counter what the Jaguars were doing.
2: They say defense don't win ball games, boys. That's cap kind of, oh no, I'm tripping. They say defense wins ball games, but that's a prime example. There you go. Can't lose them up.
1: People don't score again. Yeah, that's crazy. But if defense actually held them, they would have won it for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts, exactly. Like, like who do you
2: blame? Do you blame the offense for only putting up three points, or do you blame the defense for giving up thirty and a half?
0: To look at the stats and to see that, like how Bridge was saying, a lot of it is coaching because you have a twenty-seven. Well, I guess, and going into the second half, you had a twenty-point lead, but you got a twenty-point lead. You should be running the clock, like. I, I saw so right. he ran they ran seven run plays the entire second half. You not you're not draining the clock if you're doing that, you know what I'm saying? I
1: mean, y- y'all are
0: si- y'all are going on the field, off the field. On the field, off the field. Y'all are not making any progress on chunking any time off the clock. So yeah, Jacksonville when they get it like they go down there and make the score like as soon as i saw that they that when they came back and it was um i can't remember the score but it was a two score game and i was like oh my god the chargers are going to lose like say, was, when you hurry. they didn't put them away like when they when i saw that they were not scoring when they would get the ball back i was like they're going to lose
2: they started running up real fast
0: and like you said kudos to Trevor Lawrence and them uh Doug Doug Peterson coach over there you know y'all know he was the coach for the eagles when they won the super bowl so uh, again at the very pre i wish we were doing this show during the preseason because i had a feeling that the jacksonville jaguars would be decent i didn't think that they would be so much better than the colts but i thought that it i thought they would be right there in the mix with the colts and the titans because i'm like hey doug peterson is a Super Bowl winning coach, and that man Trevor Lawrence, we can't forget that that man is a dog. Like, he, like, that man had a terrible setup last year in Jacksonville. Like, like, you gotta be, the only person I can think of that comes to mind is Sean Watson. Him, like, and even still, that man, yeah, he led the league in passing yards a few years ago, but they were, like, 4 and 12 was their record. So they still sucked ass so i'm like the jaguars looking at how their staff and shit was turning around this year i'm like okay i could see them being good but now i'm like with the, the titans don't have a quarter but with it, Tannehill, he done um and the dude that they drafted malik willis he's not he's not ready right now they unless they have an amazing turnaround so i think unless. The Titans got to bring in somebody, the Colts got to draft somebody, and the Texans are going to are destined to stay at the bottom. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think that that division is theirs for the next couple of years just because man, if Doug Peterson can get with Trevor Lawrence where he was trying to get going with Carson Wentz, if he can actually set that off, bro, they they they, they they're a playoff team for the next few years. So yeah, I remember you just picked up the Jones-Drew. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I didn't know, David Gouard, Joe Reed Jones-Drew. You know, I go way back. I love Reed Jones-Drew. He's one of my favorite running backs. I've always had a soft spot for Jaguars.
0: Yeah. yeah, I hate that we can't beat them like we can never sweep them. They always beat us in they Florida. Beat
2: the they beat the hell out of us, too, one time.
0: Bro, yes, maybe yes. What I'm talking might be 53 to seven and shit. I'm like, Dude. what? <laughs>
2: like, they just don't fuck with us. They just like Any, anytime we got to go to the fucking nap, or they come, us, we destroy them.
0: Like it, this goes kind of to last year when we had to go to Jacksonville and it was winning. You're in for the Colts, but I was like, we don't play good in Jacksonville, y'all. I don't think we're getting to the playoffs. And show enough, Carson. Mm. Anywho, let's go ahead on to the other game. Baltimore and Cincinnati. So all three of us last week, um, Naj, Bridge, and I had Cincinnati winning, and they did. But Baltimore came very, very close. And I don't know how much we speculated about this last week, but Baltimore, now that they've lost – do you think that they are, you know, like, again, looking past all the PR talking with how they talk to the media, talking about, oh, we definitely want Lamar back and blah, blah, blah. My thought is, if you didn't pay him last year, you're not going to pay him this year. And if you try to franchise tag him, then he's just going to sit for the entire year. So I'm wondering, do they, like, if he gets traded, where does he go? But also who can come into Baltimore and keep Keep it so that, I mean, because you see, if their defense is elite and as long as they make sure their run game is top notch, which, again, because you see that you saw the running back was mad. He's like, I don't know why I didn't have the ball. Like, why in the hell is the quarterback, the backup quarterback doing a QB sneak for the game when I got a dog like me? So. But again, credit to Cincinnati. They found a way to win. And they are going to take on Buffalo next week. We'll talk about that game next, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, do y'all got anything else to say about Cincinnati Baltimore? I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a crazy game, but honestly, I didn't think that Baltimore would hang in like they did, but it's also a divisional game and it was the third time they played each other too. So. One of those matches that, like, yeah, you kind of do imagine that they're going to play each other tough. But I just thought Cincinnati would be ready to streak back to the AFC championship game. I thought that they would be looking at the Baltimore Ravens like, yeah, we finna smack y'all up again.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a close game until that fumble. Yeah. That's like that was that big turning point. Once that fumble happened, Bengals game from there. Them. The Ravens are keeping it close. They had a chance to take the lead, but, yeah, that fumble changed everything in that game. Great. What were you saying about, like, Lamar? So,
0: I'm wondering where, like – because, again, I don't know all the ins and outs of contract negotiations or – because, you know, Lamar's representing himself. So, I don't I, – I don't know what he is asking for exactly or what he will settle for with a different team. You know what I'm saying? But just what I'd said was that if the organization didn't pay him last year, they're not going to pay him this year. So well, I think, I think that, Oh, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm thinking that Baltimore, I mean, Lamar, he's gonna be like, yeah, Y'all need to ship me off somewhere, and I've heard a few different things, but again, just not knowing any actual insiders and stuff like that, it's hard to think about it any deeper than throwing a team name out there. So that's why okay. I say: shit, let's go ahead and just throw some team names out there. So, right, coach.
1: so
0: you 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 was for real,
1: but man, we'll take them. Shit, we'll take them. It depends on how much you want. that's what i'm
0: saying that's the only thing i was gonna say we we spent so much money on quarterbacks over the last four or five years that didn't work out so that's my only thing is i feel like in terms of quarterback money we are so strapped that's why i think we're gonna draft that's why i think that the um titans are gonna trade for somebody like, I think the Titans are going to try and get somebody like a Lamar Jackson or an Aaron Rodgers. But the Colts, they got to draft somebody because yeah. we didn't spend so much goddamn money.
2: Uh, if the Titans was to get Lamar Jackson, that might be tough. No. As well.
0: That would bro. be ugly.
2: Yeah, that would be horrible. Oh, my. I didn't even think about that.
0: Oof. Bro, that Derek Henry hard. and Lamar Jackson, bro, I thought yeah. about that, bro. Yeah, that dude. shit would be crazy.
2: What would you even do? Like, oh my God, that would be oof, don't let don't let the NFL let you hear this podcast. That, <laughs> dude, shit, that would be whole rib-o. They would hit us.
0: Is that like what Derek it Carr? Cause I'm thinking like Derek Carr, he comes to the colts so I'm like, okay, but what does that really do? Like Derek Carr, like unless if our defense was playing how it was the last couple years, then okay. Yeah. But if it's playing like this past year, they gotta step it up.
2: But what if um, the Raiders?
0: If Lamar went to the Raiders, like I said, bro, Lamar, the Raiders is damn near a cheat code almost. They should have been a cheat code this year, but I'm not going to lie. Derek Carr, he is like, he's the heartbeat of that team, but it also is, he's not the type, he can't overcome that deficient coaching. Whereas right. if you put Lamar in that situation, he's like, yeah, I can, I'm going to take off with this shit. Like, Because right. I think that he can... Like I I said, bro, you got Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Like, yeah, he could go crazy with the Raiders. Same thing with bitch-ass Tom Brady. If he ended up going to the Raiders, that would be just so perfect for him. Like, except for the Raiders would have to get better on defense. But if you get Tom Brady, again, you're not focusing on drafting a quarterback. You're like, okay, let's trade Derek Carr tried to get some picks, try to get Tom Brady, try to do whatever we got to do to finesse that. Oh, Tom Brady's a free agent, actually. So it yeah,
2: would work, work, work so good with Tom because it's they're like playing with Randy Moth all over again.
0: Right. He got uh, McDaniels as the head coach from New England. So I think that makes the most sense to me. The only thing that doesn't make, like, I don't want to say it doesn't make sense. It almost, honestly, in my mind, would make sense because Brady is crazy. But to see him want to play against my homes like twice you know what I'm saying, and potentially a third time in the playoffs, I could see him like being like, hey, if y'all stack up this defense for me here at the Raiders, because y'all already set on offense, yeah, make make sure y'all line is good and make sure y'all defense is amazing, I will come out here to the AFC West and I will play in this division. I'll play Herbert twice a year and prove I'm the better white boy. I'll beat Pat Mahomes <laughs> twice a year and try to prove I'm the GOAT. And then me and Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying, whatever, that's going to be you know what i'm saying rematch of the super bowl <laughs> you know twice a year He so said whatever that's gonna be.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah like i think that and what i brought up last week was if tom brady was to go to the afc west next year for the raiders put in work go through the playoffs and win the super bowl i'd be like god damn it he got eight of them and he did it in this fashion to get this one and he's 46 years old all right all right, I'll go ahead and say that he's the goat, and I won't flinch. But right now, oh man, right now he should have—he should have took the year off, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, had so much personal stuff going on. He should have took the year off.
2: And they, because they was not going easy on him either. They were just still on all no. his during the season. Right. We like, should just, should just took a year, took a year off because <laughs> before Eve gave me something more crazy that they were revealing about that man.
0: Oh yeah. So, uh, what did you uh, think, Bridge, about Lamar Jackson?
1: I man. I don't, I don't get the get the hype with Lamar. Like he's a, he's a he's a good quarterback and all that. He's fast and all that, man. But it seemed like he wants Patrick Mahomes' money, but he hasn't done Patrick Mahomes' things yet. It seemed like a lot of these quarterbacks want Patrick Mahomes' money without doing what he did. Like he ain't go to two Super Bowls already. And I don't like Patrick Mahomes, but yeah, at least he done it already.
0: What?
2: <laughs>
1: I'm going to teach you the Joy Taylor. Ooh. <laughs> hey, what you got against
0: Patty, Patty Mac? Hold on. Yeah, what you got against my nigga Kermit, bro? Hold up. Let's back up.
1: I ain't know this about you. Uh, hold on. What I got against Pat? Yeah, what you got against huh I don't like the Chiefs. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. man Oh man, just Isn't go back it... to high school, man. Me and Peter, man. I don't like the Chiefs. Oh
2: uh, mm-hmm. you and Mr. Akinola.
1: But yeah, um, I ain't I ain't go, you know, I ain't saying sitting here like I'm gonna get on Patrick Mahomes. I just yeah, but say put a, a, yeah, saying, put a pin a, in yeah. that
0: story though. I I would like to hear that one day about why you don't like actually like the Chiefs because we can actually this one idea I had uh, y'all let me know what y'all think, is I was thinking about, like, at some point, you know, when there's not a whole lot of news going on, we just have an episode where we to a team, whether it's the Cowboys or the Chiefs or the Spurs, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just come ready to talk about a team and, like, the championships they've won or how they've been ass or whatever, you know? That would spark some sort of interesting debates. Yeah, so uh, I, th- I think that would be fun, like, t- talk about their rivals and stuff like that. Uh, so, Just Uh, that's something I've thought about doing, but I would very much love to do one on the Chiefs like hearing you say that and the Chiefs like actually being one of my favorite teams like the Chiefs been one of my favorite teams since 2014, but I just don't ever bring them up as my favorite team nowadays because people think that, you know, you only like them because they're like pretty good. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, Yeah, so I'm saying like they always been decent and the 2014 year that I watched them, when they smacked up the, the Patriots, I was like, oh, yeah, I like these motherfuckers.
2: Random points when Brent Stover with Bridge said, I agree with you when you said about, about the Lamar point about how he won't patty money but he ain't done patty stuff. I agree with that 100%. I think he more so, in his mind, which I don't agree with, he's probably like, y'all see what I could do, y'all see what I'm capable of, but one, like you say, he's not doing what he's done going to the Super Bowl, ain't done that yet. And then on top of that, he's not fucking uh, staying healthy. Bowden haven't stayed healthy, what, more than two seasons in a row? Maybe, like Even a full season, maybe? But yeah, no, I was just, I just going to say that, I agree with that. He do be, he want that money, but he ain't really did shit to show that he deserve it, other than saying it, you know what I'm saying? A couple good times, you feel me? But no, that's all. Yeah, that was a good right.
1: point. That was a solid point. Yeah, uh, that's just something I noticed with like a bunch of the quarterbacks nowadays. I mean, really, just with like a lot of players when they want to get paid, it's like everybody either want that want that max, and it's like not everybody is that max player. And right uh, you know about that, that's facts. Everybody want that money, like, well, you gonna have to show me you worth that shit. Like, what what you think this is? Well, yeah, that that was mostly all I was I was gonna say about the Lamar situation. Like God. Like, uh, it would be cool if they came together, the Ravens and him, but I'm moving on if he was asking for too much. I do think some crazy shit are probably
2: going to unfold here soon, though, with a lot of these people and teams that we have talked about. So it's always some shocking shit when it comes to trade and then the offseason and stuff like that. You never really know what can happen. It's partly why I love it. But I did tell oh, Brady, i mean, not Brady, I'm sorry, Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl this year, going through the Bills, the Chiefs, the Cincinnati, any other them teams, oh, I'm never watching uh, Matt, uh, NFL ever again. So uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, because I'm like, it would have been rigged. I'm like, yeah, I go for what you say, it would
1: have been rigged. Hey, man, we'll rest assured, man, no matter what team he going to, he ain't winning another. You said he's not? Nah, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, if he did, I would be I would be flabbergasted. I ain't gonna lie. I, I would
2: say he wanted to go all the way up until because you know I'm the biggest Pete Manny fan. All the way up until he went to fucking Tampa Bay and wonning his first year, I was forked. I was like, This
1: motherfucker. That's really the only thing I had on him was Pete. who did it with two teams and bro when did it with his first year. I was pissed. But but the thing was though, when he went to Tampa, they uh, they assembled the Avengers around him. So it's not like he just went to Tampa and just took this mediocre team to the Super Bowl. They assembled uh, them. Right. And they they think- the Avengers around him from other levels, man, to come that and that win thing- a championship with him. Yeah, that nigga brought somebody out of retirement
2: to win a fucking championship. Now you right though. He said, "Bro, Gronk, I need you." They even made a commercial about it. When they made that commercial, Bro was dead. I'm like, Bro, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, man. if he wins this ring, I said that every year. I ain't going lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I said that every year. Tyree really with this ring. <laughs>
0: thing i'll say regarding baltimore before we move on is that with lamar jackson i think that i gotta i give him a pass for this year i do believe that he is injured i don't think that he's faking the injury but i also wouldn't be surprised if he is not taking every preca- every necessary step to get back as quick as possible. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. Because he's like, hey, if y'all franchise tag me, I'm about to take my sweet ass time getting healthy. If y'all pay me, all right, I'm going to get in the lab. If somebody else pay me, all right, I'm going to get in the lab. But this year, he started off hot, kind of tapered off, but was still, you know what I'm saying, like the MVP of the team. But one thing that I will say for the organization, you see how close they're to winning that game. So you they win that game and go on to the divisional round. I'm not gonna lie, the organization can turn around and be like, hey, yeah, we might not get to the Super Bowl in the next one or two years we can ride with a backup or a somebody else. We can make a trade for somebody else and try and make a move and try and get far. We don't need Lamar. Clearly like since he's gone down and we've made this like, you know, little push in the playoffs, they're like, okay, if we do this without Lamar, we get somebody that's a little better than this backup that we got, we might be in good shape. We might be able to go to the, to the conference championship. So that's maybe a reason that they could have had to not pay him. But, you know, me, I'm all for players getting their money, you know, treating their individual self as a business the way that these teams and organizations are like, you know, hey, they gotta do what's best for the company. All right, well, I gotta do what's best for me. So, right. again, you know, if that, you know. if this ends, if this ends with the Baltimore Ravens and the Jet and you know Jackson going separate, that's cool with me. Like, I've never been one of them people that's like, oh, this person has to stay with this team, or else, like, nah, nah. If it, if it looks like they're going to the direction where they're like, hey, Raven, because Ravens just seem like that after Joe Flacco, they're like, we're not paying a quarterback, bro. We're not paying you hey, ridiculous you know amounts like- of money.
2: You know who really fucked it up for the quarterbacks?
0: It was they motherfucking play. Deshaun Watson. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, it was him to... getting. It was him getting two thirty guaranteed. That's what Lamar Jackson's. Because I meant to bring this point up when you guys said Pat Mahomes' money. Because I'm like, it's not even that he wants Pat Mahomes' money. He wants Deshaun Watson' money. He mm-hmm. wants. Hey, this motherfucker ain't played a snap in over a year, and he got two hundred. He's never won an MVP. He's never. Uh, one of uh, or I guess he had one a play, one a playoff game. He's like, hey, I'm more accomplished than this dude, and he got 230 guaranteed. So you know, I could see Lamar going in there being like, shit, y'all gotta give me 220 at least. And again, the Ravens being like, we're not doing that. If the if the Jets who have had two really good drafts in a row want to do that, and they want to try and hit on a third one then okay, the Jets can do that. If the Raiders who just need to invest in a defense want to do that, then okay. But they're like, we're not doing that. So sorry that Deshaun Watson fucked it up, but we're not doing that. So yeah, like you said, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. Yeah, he don't want Pat Mahomes money. He wants Deshaun Watson money. I was going
2: to, Deshaun Watson, I mean, Deshaun Watson's facts, I was going to say Andrew Luck because he took that fat-ass bag and then basically disappeared like, I'm gone, but that's a very that's a solid ass point, too. I'm like, like, I'm not paying nobody.
0: Oh, okay. Got you.
2: <laughs> you know, say, but you know, he was hurt, everything like that. I feel it. But yeah, that's what I was referred to. But then, uh, that's facts, too. He's the latest one of the quarterbacks to do some shit like that. But I was like, Andrew Ludd, I like he started that shit. They pay him that fat ass contract. And he literally, right before the season, was like, Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, Damn. Except Except
1: contract. I think it's going to mess up a lot of negotiation in the future. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that it was going to be as
0: close as it was, but it gives us a look at what's to come in the future, next few seasons. Miami-Buffalo. Again, all three of us had uh, Buffalo winning last week. Jay Bellington, did you think Buffalo was going to pull that out, or did you think Miami was going to pull off something? I
2: I damn near rooting for Buffalo. I think they're cold as hell. I did. I did definitely think Miami had a chance to beat them, but I didn't think that they would. But I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if they pulled something out their ass because Miami is not a sad ass team by any means. Like they, they're good and they are they are figuring it out. Like they, they starting to really uh, uh, put it together and starting to actually play. You know what I'm saying? Some good ass football on both sides of the field. But I'm gonna say. Uh, both into the ball, but I'm gonna say yeah, I was definitely with Buffalo all the way. I think they just they just got too many weapons, bro. Like they are solid. They got weapons on offense more than one. They got weapons on defense. They play hard and they young for the majority of the part most uh, parts. Yeah, they they they're cold. They're cold. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. My uh, Miami's time is coming very very soon. They just need a they just need a couple more things and yeah they'll be solid.
0: Think about what's going on with Tua slash the rumors, like, cause again, that's a potential landing spot, a, land, a landing spot for Lamar Jackson. Like, he could end up in, like, if he went to Miami with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, bro, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. And then he got that one dude, uh, Mostert, where I know he'd be staying, Nicked and stuff like that. But you bring in a again, like, how we talk about with the Titans, maybe not a Derrick Henry type back, but just a type of back where you you gotta account for these receivers that can stretch the field, Lamar Jackson keeping the ball and this running back, like he would go crazy on the Dolphins. Because I think that Tua I just think that he has shown this year that he's just too fragile. Like unless you got you a quality backup, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my cousin Teddy Bridgewater, you know what I'm saying, he'd be holding it down. But I don't know if he, <laughs> I don't know if he gonna uh, if he's that Answer for when for when the the starter goes down. Um, maybe not right now. Maybe not in that system. So yeah. So yeah. Um, I ain't mean to. I ain't mean to cut you off like that, Bridge. I think you're to say something, but yeah. I wonder if that's a spot for Lamar Jackson because I I said it again. I'll say it again. I said it last week. I don't think that Tom Brady's going to the Dolphins because of all that tampering stuff that went down last year. I think that I I can't unless if the NFL like turns a blind eye, which I mean, they do that shit with a lot of stuff, but if they turn a blind eye to, yeah, last year we literally caught you. And Sean Payton tampering, trying to, you know, go to the Dolphins and do like a hostile takeover. Like, I don't see either of them going to the, well, I mean, Mike McDaniels, of course, he's got the coaching job there now. But, so yeah, I think that Brady is off the table for the Dolphins. And the Dolphins came out and said that Tua is their starter for next year. But, like I said, I think that by the time the actual season starts... I would not be surprised if Lamar Jackson was in that spot. Or maybe if they if they improve their defense, maybe a Derek Carr. I don't know. But what, uh, what, what, what y'all got? What you got?
2: He's going to just have to get more accurate with that deep ball. Like, he can get it there. But if he's going to be throwing it to Terry Kill and Jalen Waddle, people who can really get out there, I feel like he's going to really have to focus in on, like, being precise with them because he not – He's not going to be able to just run, uh, you know, across the field like he do and throw it 60 yards down the field. That shit's not going to work. He's going to have to be real, real accurate if he go to that team. That's almost why I would say that Tom Brady would then maybe be a better fit for the Dolphins because, you know, Tom Brady's not running. He's standing in that pocket, and he's going to sling that bitch. Like, so that that would be my opinion. like, Lamar would be a good fit if, if he can get that, if he, you know, work, keep that deep ball, you know what I'm saying, under control and real precise and accurate than that. That would be lethal because his arm strength is ridiculous. He could definitely get it down there, but he tends to run too much. So another reason he gets fucking hurt. So that would, it's just interesting. It can go a lot of different ways.
0: Uh, Hill, though. I think when you got oh, sorry, sorry, but oh, I, think, I think when you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, like cause they two dynamic people as well. Like I know like I feel like Lamar, cause that, that's part of where the having another running back comes in like a decent running back that stay healthy is because i think that one of the things in baltimore is that lamar has had to do so much because they have not had any other elite players around him you know what i mean that's
2: a fact uh, the only player he had is what a tight end of mark andrews that's pretty much the only person right yeah yeah
0: and then the dude like Dude, that was healthy this year. J.K. Dobbins and I forget the uh, Gus Edwards. I don't know a whole lot about Gus Edwards, but I know J.K. Dobbins. He been running my over. Like he he a hard runner and stuff like that. Like if that's a like type of thing, like if J.K. Dobbins could leave with Lamar and they both went to the Dolphins, ah, oh, him and Josh Allen would have a war out yeah. there because that shit would be crazy. Um, but yeah, I just feel like if Lamar doesn't have to use his legs as much you can still design plays around him for when people just catch people off guard but i think that yeah i don't think he'll have to do as much as he has to do in baltimore so that could also help but like you said i think that tom brady would thrive on that team too i just don't see how he goes there given what happened last offseason and all that so Yeah,
2: yeah true true
0: but if it happens, hey, shit, hey, like I said, it's the NFL, so the shit could happen, and it'd be business as business as usual.
2: Yep. Yep. it'd be interesting whoever they pick up sure they make it work it, cause they I mean, shit, you can't you got two receivers like that, but you I mean you can't fuck up I don't know like, you're you're gonna have to make it work, and that's kind of what two is wish making Tua look good. I like, he at this point, he just like, I would just swing this bitch in a direction,
0: bro. You saw they was always having to stop and run back up to catch the yeah. ball because he yeah. just again, like you yeah. said, they didn't have the deep ball. He ain't got that ball, like you know, yeah, Tom Brady. He yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get it to him. Like Cheetah all the way down the field. He's like, hold on, let me catch it. Let me run back, backpedal, get this ball. I'm like, oh yeah. man.
2: And that's where Cheetah misses Mahomes because Mahomes, bro, uh, take one step back and he's flinging it at forty, fucking, forty, fifty, sixty yards down the field. And he, all Sarek had to do is run. Tariq can't really use his maximum speed when he's playing with Tua because Tua is liable to underthrow him every time. So he's not. I mean, you. I mean, they're not. You can't use Tariq to his maximum ability on the Dolphins without a quarterback who got a bazooka. You feel me? Like because he's gonna just keep getting underthrows. But even and still, he was second in the league in receiving yards, I think. And because at one point they just start running fucking crows and slants to him. He can't get a or You run a slant to him coming across the middle, and you hit him at the right time, bro. He is taking off. So. Yeah, that it, that's, that's that's where the coaching comes in.
0: Said, Fuck, it, Tua can't do it like this, I'm going to use him like this. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah, that, that's what they had to do. My like, Tua can't throw it down there. We're going to have to make come across the middle, hit him with a little slant or a little pulse or a quick little zig or some shit like that, and then let him do his thing. But that's what you're going to have to do until like we talk about now, until next season, we gonna have to see. They going either gonna have to make a decision: Do we want to keep going this route, or do we want to exploit that deep ball that we know we can do? Because everybody's seen him do it with Kansas. Like it's a cheat code; nobody can guard that shit. He's too fast.
0: Uh, we got any more thoughts on this game, uh, Miami Buffalo Bridge?
1: pretty much agree with y'all. You know, I mean, do sound like if Lamar was go to Miami, that that will just be a fast ass team to have to mm. worry about. Most or most – uh, I can't even say his name right. He's, yeah, bad, man, so he's okay. But, man, yeah, I mean, I can yeah. see Lamar going either there or the Titans, and it'll just be ugly either way.
2: Bro, because imagine doing an RPO where you can either hand it off to your fast-ass running back, throw it all the way down to Tariq hood Jalen Roto or Lamar take off. How, like, how what defense do you do to guard that?
1: you don't you, you you just man you going to need defensive fuck defensive man. players that are disciplined you got him you got him and y'all got them man fuck that you going to need extra players on the field shit <laughs> <laughs> this
0: shit it's crazy okay. bill, <laughs> bill emperor he going to step away from the patriots and be a defensive coordinator somewhere Get some of that heat off him, because I feel like, yeah, he I feel like he's one of them only people that is going to be able to take a Lamar Jackson-type scheme like that and be like, all right, here's what we need to fucking do, you guys.
2: Should be interesting. It would definitely be interesting.
0: Yes. Uh, Last game of Wild Card Weekend that we're about to cover is the Giants and the Vikings. And Bridge I'll let you handle this one. You were the only one that picked the uh, Giants out of us last week. I remember my reasoning was just that uh, this year versus last year, a lot of games that Minnesota was in, you know, one score games and stuff, they just went the other team's way. I figured that this year the Vikings would be on the right side of it and that I thought it would be a close game with them and the Giants, but that it would just swing the Vikings' way. But nah, man, that man. Danny Dimes is looking for real. And Brian Dayball coaching the mess out of them boys. So it's cool to see that the Giants doing well. Saquon Barkley having a good bounce back year. Man, that NFC East division with the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Giants, that could be a bloodbath for the, for the next three years.
1: Yeah, it could. <laughs> but, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what y'all think?
1: I don't I don't know what it man. It just felt I just felt it in the air. Like the Vikings been feeling like pretenders all year. Like they had a good record, but it just felt like they weren't really weren't really some dogs. While wow, those while wow, the Giants just got hot at the right time, and man, it seemed like the Giants when they get hot going into the playoffs, they leads the Super Bowls. It just seemed like the Giants. I'm not, it just seemed like the Giants were gonna win. Um, it was more of a I guess than anything. I don't know. But I just been let down by the Vikings too much, so I didn't get <laughs> let down by them this time. Uh, Giants may be a little bit underrated, uh, and I don't know. I, like I'm, I'm kind of iffy on this game with the Eagles coming up. Like uh, I think they got a chance to take them out too but we'll find out
0: they have been cursed ever since they fucked up teddy bridgewater man when that kicker went out there and missed that field goal i forget what year that was but that was the year that teddy bridgewater was actually going off with the vikings and then i think he broke his leg the next year and it was it was a wrap from there but when he missed that field goal man i'm like yeah this is what the Vikings are going to be. Even if they have a good year, they finna be cursing the playoffs. I thought they was going to break that, but but nope. they took all them chains off Kirk Cousins. That's fast. That's funny as hell.
2: Turned no chains.
0: That is a recap of a card weekend, and we'll go ahead and quickly go through our picks for the divisional round. So, Jay Bellington, you'll actually get to give your shift from the get-go. I'll go ahead and go and order... That the games will be played. We got Jacksonville is going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Uh, who you got, Jay Bell? Kansas,
2: they've been there too many times. Pat Mahomes is not going for anything less, in my opinion. I think,
0: yeah, they, they, they,
2: they he's still hungry to get home. Uh, Yeah, he, he, I'm going with Kansas.
1: Bridge? Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, Jaguars, they, they coming up, but uh, it ain't, it ain't time yet. Chiefs. you got Giants, Philadelphia. Uh, well, hold
0: on. Let me back up. since the Chiefs and the Eagles didn't play in the wild card round, of course,, uh, are there any more notes? I know we said something about uh Pat Mahomes a little bit, that little tangent earlier, but do you guys want to go a little bit more into detail about the Chiefs, like how they've played this year, they record? just what you think about their team overall? Because, yeah, we didn't talk about them at all last week.
2: I just think it's how they adjust. I think people kind of, I wouldn't say counted them out, but counted them out since they didn't have that quote-unquote deep-ass weapon like they can't just throw it down. and feel like a Tyreek anymore to get a bailout. So they really had to use plays. They had to use their smarts. Uh Mahomes actually had to be more patient, you know, with his play pick and shit like that and actually having to work Throw so basically throw more to get touchdowns without having, you know what I'm saying, the one-hitter-quitters type of hit. So I just think that they play really good. And the fact that they were able to adjust like that and still play at a high level and play winning, football says a lot about how they could adjust a, a pretty much in around it. So basically against any team that play too, they're going to make an adjustment to where they're making make it a competitive game. So I feel like they're going to just beat the shit out of their J. <laughs> but that's why I think that they're, they did. They did. But they've been doing good anyway. They just adjust really, really well. And they've been there before, like I said. Like Jaguars, they've been there forever. Like not. I don't think they can have anyway. So
1: yeah, it's pretty much a cakewalk, in my opinion. That's probably how the Chiefs see it, anyway. You pretty much said it all right there. Uh, I mean, I don't really have much to say about the Chiefs. I just know you can't never count them out. Uh, I don't feel like the Chiefs could start the season all 4 and still end up with the number one seed. Man. they they just could never count them out. Just like you hate Count Thomas, the same shit. Basically, wherever they go, they know what the hell they doing. Well,
0: then yeah. Moving on, we got the Giants taking on the Eagles, a uh, divisional matchup, or I guess like divisional rivals. I mean, you know, supposed to be their third time playing each other this year. I know a big question is if Jalen Hurts is going to be healthier or not to go in here, but. I mean, I think that just the overall squad that they got, as long as their line is healthy, they should be able to to win. But, again, just how I said the Minnesota game, I think it will be a close game. I wouldn't be – I think Philadelphia should win, but if the Giants win, then I'll be like, again, they'll just be like, well, damn, they are just ready to play and they are laying it all out there every game. So what y'all think, Giants and Eagles? Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. I want to
2: know. oh no! I feel like the way they' season going, bro. Like, oh no, if they were to lose to the fuck, not that the Giants. I mean, the Giants is good, but if they were to go out to the Giants, they'd be pissed. I feel like they looking to beat teams, fucking Buffalo, Cincinnati type shit. Like they're like, all right, we should be 80 team. Now we go out to a team like that. All right, bet Buffalo, Cincinnati, can would lose, but I feel like they not. Worried about pretty much anybody else, but I do think that Jalen Hurts played a huge part of that. If he wasn't to play, that would that would change things in my opinion. Like they could play good without him, but he just, I don't know, he just lead just leading in charge, bro. The way he been playing playing in his demeanor, his uh, fucking, I like just him being there, like it, it, it's it's a it's a different approach to the ball game. But, especially how teams play, like now maybe they don't blitz more because they ain't got a Jalen Hurts. They ain't got a dude who can run as good as him or sling as good as him. Like, do we blitz? Like, do we bait bro in the throne? Or like, it's just when you ain't got Jalen to play, they can game plan to get you a lot better. Whereas if he's back, they're going like, fuck. Now we're going to really be on our piece and cues.
1: I won't pick the Giants, but I got to go with the Eagles. I don't know. I just don't see the Eagles being one and done. Uh, see them at least winning one game in the playoffs. And depending on who they play next week, it, uh, determines that. But yeah, I, I got the Eagles this time. Uh, I think Jalen gonna play and he gonna he's gonna, he not gonna be able to tell that he had an injury. He's gonna go out there and do just enough for them to get past the job
0: Jones has earned, like after that game last week, even if they go down cause like I said, number one seed. Eagles, I don't think anybody's going to fault the Giants if they lose. So, do you think they look at this as a year where like, hey, Daniel Jones just got himself a, a contract or are they going to look at this and be like, "Okay, we can go we could be we ourselves could be first in the division next year if we got a better quarterback?" Like, do they go for a type of trade or do they just kind of keep their nucleus intact and add on to it for next year? Uh-
1: to it, I don't see them getting rid of Daniel Jones. You know, I I at least see them going another year to see if you know he could replicate his success this year. But uh, you know, like I don't think anybody expected the Giants to be as good as they were this year. So uh, I I feel like they would want to keep it going, especially with how they their success they had after this season.
2: I agree with that. I definitely agree with
1: that. He brought they are where
2: people do not think they would be. So I mean right now, I mean their season is so far is basically a success. So I feel like they go like Bridge and try to replicate that. See if they can't go further than what they end up doing. But yeah, I think they would give Jones maybe like at least like another season to see okay, is he gonna do good or maybe even give him until he fuck up? But yeah, I think they had give him another season whereas they give him a like fat ass contract or something, that. I don't know about that. But, you probably get, you know what I'm saying? You probably get a, little, a little, some, some little bump. Unless they decide to just give him, like, a, like a stupid extension, then maybe. But I don't,
0: I don't see that happening. Unless he just fucking beef, unless he beats the Eagles. <laughs> All right. So those are the two Saturday games. The two Sunday games, I'm not even going to lie to you, it is... I think they could go either way, and it's all selfishness for the reason that I'm picking the teams that I think are going to win. Like (laughs) I feel like actually watching the game, like you're not going to know what happens until kickoff. No matter what type of analysis you do, it's just going to be the type of thing where you have to see which version of the team shows up that day. So when it comes to Cincinnati and Buffalo... Both teams took care of business in the wild card round. So now we get the rematch, the game that we didn't get to see due to that unfortunate injury that happened on the field. Now that now people are going to be able to see how Joey B versus that Buffalo defense stacks up versus, you know, Josh Allen, that Cincinnati defense that has been doing a good job and covering up for some of the offensive woes that the Bengals have been having. So me, I'll say that I don't know if I said it last round, but I'm I want the uh, or I think the Eagles are gonna win. I don't know if I said that. Eagles and Chiefs. And for this round, I want the Bengals to come through. My reasoning for that is because I want an AFC rematch from last year of Kansas City and Cincinnati. I want this game because I fuck with the Chiefs. I think Pat Mahomes is a a young goat. He still got he still got some room to grow. Of course, he still got some hardware to get. But he a young goat. And Joe Burrow cold though. And Joe, Joe Burrow's pro- Joe Shiesty, probably my favorite quarterback behind Joe, uh, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, like Joe Burrow is just cold, bro. He's just so chill. His demeanor is crazy. Like seeing how many times he got sacked last year. And still came back with and then, like first year he goes down with the ACL injury and then I think it's ACL. Um and then come back his second year, and he's still getting attacked, still getting mobbed, but he's like, no, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not going down this year. We're going to the Super Bowl, actually. And they go to the Super Bowl, beat the number one seed Titans, beat the Chiefs, and almost beat the Rams. So I think that Joe Burrow, this is the game where if he comes in here, he's like, yeah, I already beat the Chiefs three times in 2022. If they play right here and he beats them, I'll be like, oh, Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? This is y'all. Like, yeah, you got Buffalo that can come at y'all at the regular season and y'all got their number in the postseason. But if the Bengals have your number in the postseason – then this is going to be an interesting little revolving door and like a, like a little three-way rivalry. I can't even speak. That's an interesting phrase to say (laughs) a little three-way rivalry uh, between those teams. So yeah, me personally, I want to see Kansas city and Cincinnati uh, next week, hoping that Kansas city will win that game and Pat Mahomes can get that off his back and beat Joe Burrow, but, hey, if Joe Burrow beat him again and it's just, like, cemented that that he's that nigga in the playoffs, then we're going to see. But, yeah, so uh, Cincinnati Buffalo, who y'all got? Buffalo. Buffalo. We finally got some disagreement.
2: Okay. Buffalo. I got to say Buffalo. I like the Bengals. I like Joe Sisek. I don't think it's gonna be easy by any means because like they got they got fucking mixing, they got four, Jamar Chase, Boyd, bro, Higgins, bro. They are solid. They are solid, but I think it's gonna come down to Buffalo's defense. So I got faith in them, you know what I'm saying? Von Miller on them.
0: Oh. I think Von Miller out.
2: Oh, that hurts the soul. They still solid, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a quick reaction. <laughs>
2: yeah, <there's> the <laughs> yeah that would be all right. I
1: got uh I got uh the Bengals. Um uh, I don't know, I just feel like the Bengals have something to prove. They got that chip on their shoulder, like especially when it comes to the Bills, like Josh Allen and the Bills are considered a better team than the Bengals, even though the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl. He, you know, accomplished you know, making it to the Super Bowl before Josh Allen and them. I don't know. I just feel like Bengals got something to prove. They don't want to knock out the Bills. And they'll probably try to knock out the Chiefs next week. But, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals.
0: See? (laughs) I didn't even really look at it from that angle. I was looking at it like looking ahead to next week for Kansas City versus Cincinnati. But you're right that – You know, Cincinnati is going in like, hold up. You mean to tell me that we just went to the Super Bowl, but they're the favorites? (laughs) So, yeah, that is very, that is a very interesting point. And again, with that regular season matchup being nullified, you know, that's what people always say. Like last year, that's been because that's one of the most annoying talking points is when you see people talking about Buffalo, Kansas City. And they're like, well, Buffalo won in the regular season last year, but then look what happened in the playoffs. I'm like, I mean, yeah, but even like, I like the Chiefs, but motherfucker, it was 13 seconds left. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do got to understand that if it was any other team out there, the Buffalo Bills probably winning that game. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just it was just the Chiefs, and they did what they did. And
2: they did the time that they had, too. They did yeah, their a fucking time.
0: Like, people was tired. Right
2: trying to sprint to them out. They would
0: do it, whatever they
2: could. So then Maybe for they the... Play, they would have won.
0: Yeah. And then for the Bengals to turn around and beat that team, and then almost beat... like It wasn't like they went to the Super Bowl and then got dusted. Like, nah, they... They they, they was an Aaron Donald play away from... They were close. So, yeah, Bridge. A little tangent, but good point that, yeah, Cincinnati is definitely going to want to go in here and be like, look... We don't have no regular season. You can't say that, you know, you got us in the regular season and we got y'all. We finna do it straight up right here and see who is finna go home. So I like that. If we did run a so you could be one of the that are basically the underdogs. Lead leading the league or a tide, I think, for leading the league in the interceptions. Mm. I mean, I think, I think they're pretty close, honestly, but I think Joe Burrow's interceptions came earlier in the season, and I think Josh Allen's got, like, five in the last three games or something like that. Right? He's definitely been throwing more lately. I've been like, what the hell? Oh, so, yeah, last game for divisional weekend, we got Dallas and San Francisco. Like I said, that rematch from last year, and – I selfishly want Cincinnati to win that last matchup for the, you know, rematch. But this round right here, I don't even, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want Dallas-Philadelphia three where Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts are healthy. Like, that's, I almost want to see that matchup. But then you got the 49ers. Like I said, I want to see Philadelphia take on – 49ers that one two seed matchup because yeah i think that this they've been on a collision course with the 49ers having this crazy win streak and the eagles only losing was it two regular season games yeah they're tough so i think that that it's that's almost the match that i really want to see but i'm I'm also a sucker for storylines and whatnot. So I think that if it was a third matchup between the Cowboys and the Eagles, I would also like that match, especially if both quarterbacks are up and down, fully healthy. Let's go. Let's see who wins. Who's going to the Super Bowl. Like that would be, and like again, a divi- a divisional rival game to go to the Super Bowl because I think that's how uh, it was last year when the 49ers went against the Rams and the Rams, you know, barely beat them. I still, I could, that play lives rent free in my head of the 49ers player about to intercept that ball. And then it just bounces out of his arms. Mm -hmm. And he just, he just laid flat on the ground to that because he knew he was like, Oh my God, we would have won the game. If I would have just caught that ball right there. (laughs) <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah if the 49ers win then I don't know I can see it going either way and I'm going to wait to make my pick until y'all say something because I'm going to need y'all to bring
1: up a point that sways me <laughs> best I can say is 49ers and my reason for that is they don't got a losing record like the Bucks. So, I ain't trusting the Cowboys with this game.
2: Ooh, that's funny. The only reason I want to say the Cowboys, I'm, I, I really think San Francisco, though, Cowboys, like, they, uh, another team that got to prove, like, they got, you not know, want to say humiliated, but the way they went out against them last year uh, was fucking terrible. Like, that shit was talked about for a long time. It wasn't me. I see not shit sure all the time, but I think they going out with the attention, which I'm sure they do every game, too. Beat the dog shit out of them. So I feel like they might come out just ready to go. But in the same sense, I feel like it might be one of them things to where that comes out hot, fired up. Zeke K. Don't come out hot, fired up, a whoop whoop. And they score like, I don't know, maybe they start off 17 0. The next thing you know, they start getting settled down and they start going easy. They say, you know, San Francisco just start pouncing on them. So I feel like it's going to go either way, really. But I don't even know. I'm going to say Dallas. I don't know. I'm going to say Dallas. Just because they defense, too. They got a solid-ass fucking defense. I like Michael Parkins. Is
0: he, is, he, is he He's playing, yeah. He's one of the reasons that I want to pick Dallas is because I think that if any game all season, this is where you got to have it. And you got a rookie quarterback that, yeah, he has been playing well, but you got to also understand that that – It's the little nugget I brought up earlier about Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan where you're looking at these two schemes that are going up against each other. When you have that rookie quarterback back there, Dan Quinn has been doing this to where he's like, okay, look, I'm going to, like, this is the one game where you have to design everything. Like, we are designing our whole scheme around attacking this rookie. So I'm wondering if they're going to be able to throw off a lot of what San Francisco has been able to do the last 10, 11 games. Because I don't know, the the Chiefs The Chiefs don't even have that great of a defense, and you saw what they did to them. They smacked the mess out of them earlier this season. Now, different team, I think they, they, they still had Jimmy G at the time. I think Christian McCaffrey had literally just got to the team. So, like I said, they've gone on a nice 10-game win streak and stuff since then found more of their identity as the best overall defense in the league. But again, like you said, Jay Bellington, Dallas ain't no slouch. They got the most takeaways on the year. I know Trayvon Diggs. He's still a really good corner. I think the only reason he's not up there in interceptions is because they stopped throwing to him. (laughs) Dak is going to be able to like he he's going to want to make up for last year. So that like on the offensive side And then on the defensive side, I think you're going to have Dan Quinn that is going to be able to – and, again, I'm not saying, like, light him up. I think it will be a close-ass game. But I think that there's going to be that one play where he just confuses the shit out of Brock Purdy and there's a mistake and the Cowboys are able to capitalize on it. That's what I think is going to happen. So, I'm going to go with Dallas. And like you said, I – I'm back and forth because I was about to say Sanford and Dallas, Sanford, but I'm going to go with Dallas. It's tough,
2: bro. It's just like you can see it from both sides. It's like, man, I can see this team going crazy because of this reason but the same. Um, I can see this team going free for this reason. Like, it was like, man, you can think about the NFL sometimes. It's not really – I mean, you can't really call – I mean, you, I feel like you can call it the NBA sometimes, but you really can't call it NFL. It, it depends on people playing
0: that that. Uh, y'all want to make any early Super Bowl predictions or y'all want to move on to some uh, NBA talk? Me me personally, I think what I want is either Kansas City-Philly or a rematch, Kansas City-49ers. And if Kansas City-49ers play again, I'm not going to lie. I think the 49ers are going to win. Mm-hmm.
2: I see the Bills in the Super Bowl. I know.
0: You said the Bills? Yeah, I fight the Bills.
2: Um... That would be tough. That would be a good answer. I'm thinking Bengals-Eagles. Yeah, Eagles, be that's so early. early.
0: You said Eagles-Buffalo. Okay. You, y'all y'all got Philly, so I'm going to go ahead and roll with 49ers. I think we're going to see a rematch from a few years ago. And we're going to get KC Fran. And, and, and then, yeah. I guess here in a few weeks we'll see how that how that shakes out. But all right, uh, Jay Bellington, I want to go ahead and pass the floor over to you. You said some squads been going off in the NBA. Uh, obviously my favorite, you know, I'm saying LeBron. But uh, I
2: probably my favorite player to watch though is Ja. John Moran is cold. I love watching that young nigga. Hoop, that boy be? He be doing some shit, but I don't know. There's a lot of good teams in the NBA right now. I don't, the Lakers need to figure it out. though. they are making me sad. I don't think they are gonna do anything. Make sure that he's wasting my bro, my man LeBron's talent, bro. Like this man is thirty seven, thirty eight years old, and he's averaging thirty eight points a game, bro. Like, but what? Like this? What? And this man is almost forty doing that shit, and they just wasting his. But no, nah, the uh, NBA is just crazy, man. But uh, I think the trying to see what teams I think is going to be the uh, top dogs, really, but it seemed like maybe, like, the Bucks and the fucking Boston and so stuff, basically the same teams that always is up there, but the Warriors, I was wondering if the Warriors are going to put it together. Either the Warriors and the Lakers are just making me sad. I hate the Warriors, though, so they're making me happy, so I'm glad that they're getting their ass beat like they are. But no, I'm saying, I just... I don't really got much to talk about with the NBA. You know what I'm saying? I just been trying to watch the LeBron. I'm not LeBron I watch the Lakers. I watch the Pacers play. The Pacers have been doing damn good. They've been making me hella happy. Without a quote unquote all-star, we've been going crazy with them. At least starting to get some respect on the that they are hooping. They play some real good ass team basketball. I ain't gonna lie. the Pacers, the Lakers, and the Grizzlies right now, the three teams I've been watching. He
0: said the LeBrons. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> But yeah, Nas brought that up last week about how the paces are on the come up. You got anything to say about that, uh, Bridge?
1: They are putting a smile on my face that they actually doing something this year. And, you know, we got a piece to build around in Halliburton, so I'm just, I I'm just want to see where they gonna go from here.
2: At least one of the Indiana teams is doing
1: something. The Halliburton is
2: definitely climbing right now. They call him a one to be all star. He said, "Watch this."
0: Yeah, I want to see how the Sixers, Bucks, Nets, and Celtics. Those are like the four teams that I'm looking for in the East. I want to see how that shakes out. And over in the West, the Nuggets, the Mavs, then really after that, like you said, the Grizzlies. I don't, I, it's not, and it's not even that I'm a huge fan of John Moran and them, but I just want to see like if they take that next step if it's when it's them against Denver, them against Dallas, or the Warriors I'll, again, or or the Warriors again, yeah. And one of the biggest things in the West that I want to see is just like because you got Luca and Joker. So If these two was to ever team up, that would be ridiculous. But what?
2: that would be crazy. That would be what? That's a championship. But don't forget about in the East. Don't sleep on the Cavs now. You know, a spider head. You can't. Yeah, you're right. The Jazz over there looking kind of nice. The Jazz, Jazz, they had me nervous at first. The Jazz was looking helly high star. But they did kind of simmer now. But, yeah, the, but the East is going to be interesting. The bucks I think the Bucks and the, uh, the Sixers got that all locked. really. I think the Sixers finally probably slowly figuring it out. I think they're still going to fall short, though. But they seem like they're trying to figure it out.
0: Be getting deeper into the NBA once this NFL season is over. But... One last segment before we get up out of here. Wanted to start something called GOAT Debates. Greatest of Ooh. all time. I created this segment, you know, because last week inspired, you know, that you can get, it can get heated. And there are things that, you know, we're going to have just wildly different opinions on. So I just kind of thought that this would be the segment where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say your piece, you stand by it, you know what I'm saying? You can try to convince the other person that you're right, but but enough of the introduction. Like I said, goat debate. Something that Bridge brought up at the end of the last episode where Naj is not here, but Jay Bellington, I think you can fill in for him. He said, who makes their teammates better? Michael Jordan or LeBron James. So I cut you off last week, Bridge. You 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 posed the question to Naj. So uh, I'll let you take the floor. Who makes their teammates better?
1: What reasons do you have? What evidence do you have? I'll say he's better. I'll say he pushed. He pushed. He, he pushed them to be better. Like it ain't like he made them better. It was just that he in practice he was pushing them, you know, they call it bullying nowadays. But you know, he he did he wanted to win. So he made sure everybody on that team wanted to win. And the reason I would say that's not the case with LeBron is the only time I have seen his teammates get better is when they're traded for a better player. I mean that—that's just how it always seems to me. Players that he did have were good; were already good in their own right before playing with him. I'll probably add more, but let's go ahead and let Jay Bellington.
2: I agree with the point of pushing them in practice. I definitely feel like he was pushing them in practice to me because that nigga was not trying to lose it all. Um. I see where you would say LeBron's teammates got better when they went away from him. Uh, I feel like a couple of them did. For example, Jordan Carson got extraordinarily better. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. got a little better, too. A lot of people did get better. But in the same sense, I feel like he also elevated a lot of his teammates' play just because of his presence and his IQ and the way that he – not necessarily that he's a score first, but he – He's one of those people who come down. hes trying to get his teammates hot, get y'all scored, get everybody involved, and then kind of get you know what I'm saying everybody on the same rhythm from the same pace to get to get the team going. But I mean, I definitely feel like he made people better than Le'Bron and me. I mean he made Brian make his teammates better than Michael in the sense that I mean he I, in the sense that I mean, I, I don't I don't know what they do in practice. I definitely know LeBron wanted to win it. he definitely be on them in his and practice Lakers, Cavs, Miami. Like, he's no assassin. He's very, very vocal. So I know he was on people's asses. But he also be coaching people, like a lot of his teammates. Like, he making sure they know what they're doing, telling them how to get better, coaching them on their game, certain moves that you do, like in a pose, they shoot and all types of shit. Like, he definitely making sure that they chop on their shit. I will say, like, I don't – I think a lot of people say that he doesn't make his teammates better because a lot of the teammates, like, for example, like a JR Smith. He goes from the Knicks driving, doing all these types of ducks and shit like that to come into like the Cavs, and he's now a jump shooter. But I don't think that's LeBron's fault that people decide that they just think they can shoot jump shots all of a sudden now. Like LeBron drives and kicks him up, I'm pulling him, like he can't help that. But he creates a lot of opportunities for his teammates to one, get open shots, two, get easy buckets because he demands so much attention. Like he's, I mean, he's always looking to pass, he's gonna make the right decision. He's definitely gonna make sure y'all eat, he eat, eat, eating like, I mean, Bro can do it all, really. I mean, I think he can work on some shit, obviously, like free throws. I mean, his three-point shooting got a lot better when it comes to, like, closing. People say Bro's not clutchy. definitely clutch. But I definitely think he can make his teammates a lot better, especially when it comes to, like, you know what I'm saying? he trying to get... I thought like he was trying to get his teammates paid. You feel me? Like, man, you get to, you get to the fucking uh, <clears throat> finals uh, nine seasons in a row, Bro, I'm like, you're getting people paid, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no. I, I think he make his teammates a lot better. i uh, not saying that Jordan didn't, but I mean, outside of practice uh, of him fucking with his teammates, what did he do in a game? Bro is not I mean, he's not passing that bitch. He literally scores score score. He plays defense. I think that'll make the teammates better by leading by example. But minus his scoring, he really didn't do anything else. Like bro literally averaged like five, I think like five points a game. I mean not five points Got five assists a game, like a little bit over five points a game, which ain't bad. But I mean, LeBron averaged for his career probably like eight or nine, like seven, eight. Like that that's that's pretty damn good, I mean, in my opinion, but that's my take on making your teammates better.
1: That part of it. My take. So, I want to clear this up. I didn't mean when I said traded, like, the player that got traded got better without playing with LeBron. What I meant was, like, his team didn't get better until they made a trade. Like, I wasn't saying, like, like the Larry, like, the Larry, uh, Jordan Clarkson, like, I wasn't saying Jordan Clarkson, Clarkson goes from being LeBron's teammate and then he plays better on a different team. I was saying it more in the sense like, like we're gonna use Jordan Clarkson again, but Jordan Clarkson isn't getting better, so we're gonna trade him for a Dwayne Wade. And now that's how my teammate is better. That is what I was meaning. Now I get where you're coming from with the on the court and all that. Like I get that. Like he he's gonna open up. The stuff for his teammates, but I don't see that as making your teammates better. You're you're helping them get open plays and all that. Yes, but that's not necessarily making your teammates better. I mean, making better as in if I'm not here, they can get it done without me because they know what I expect. Like that's what I mean, and I just. I don't I see that. Not, the other day, the shoulder had thirty-two, and without LeBron
2: and AD, he had thirty-seven. Somebody else had twenty-five. Um, that, hey,
1: he, yeah. But up. again, LeBron ain't making AD better. AD was already AD before playing with LeBron.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if but if LeBron's not creating opportunities for these people, like if LeBron was just not to pass that bitch at all, like I feel like if he's creating opportunities for them like i mean they got to hit the shot i mean if you're going to hit the shot you're going to get to him, you're going to get in your back like he's creating opportunities for you to showcase your show, scoring the iq he's putting you in position to basically do something like show what you do get better work on what you work on uh, in practice right now like i'm giving you this wildest motherfucking uh baseline to show me something type, not necessarily show me something type shit but like you know what i'm saying do your thing that's that's how i feel about it but i think just based off of that like i mean I feel like that makes your team better. Like, like, this is with, like, like any person, somebody who demands so much. Like, for example, Jokic is just, like, the same way in my opinion. He demands so much. If Bro can score 50 if he wants to, but at the same time, he makes his teammates better because broken can, he's going to back down, back down, back down. Somebody's cut. He's giving it to you. Like, he's making his teammates better because they in the system. They're running. Like, they know what to do. They know how to ball. Like, they get a confidence. Up. All right, bet. Like, so when they go on to their next little team, then they just go, they go even more crazy. I, I feel like that distrust with, like, you feel me, yo, Teammates your top player like LeBron. Like he's trying to set them up to be successful. And then when we get into the
1: game, okay, bet. Like let's do it. We practice, man, let's get you paid. You feel me? Let's get you better. Let's get you, you know what I'm saying, a contract, we need some points type shit. All of his best teammates were already proven talent before him. It's not like he made them any better. It's not like he made anybody below him any better. Uh, you know, he gave the you know, like I, I just think it's better. a difference and setting somebody up with a nice open pass and actually mm, helping this player develop to be better. Like, I just see those being a difference. What about like, Kyrie? Some... What about what, Kyrie? What Kyrie, about Kyrie? Was
2: Kyrie? Kyrie, Kyrie was Kyrie before LeBron got there, but do you think when LeBron got to Cleveland, he made Kyrie better?
1: That might be one you could say. i say oh, I ain't going to argue that one. I'll argue that one. And then
2: when he went to, like, well, I did another point where you say he traded for teammates better than him. I don't think he necessarily ever traded for teammates better. He traded for older teammates because he's not trying to take the time to let these younger players develop, which is not right. But, like, you feel me? Like, he went to Miami. He didn't trade for, like, a Way, trade for, like, a Chris Bosh. He went to Cleveland, and they, they did get Tate Love. But, I mean, minus those incidents, I mean, even on the Lakers, he, he's not trading for anybody that's, like, a Bradley Beal or, like, a Buddy Hill. They're fucking all that shit. They're getting literally, like, role players like Dennis Schroeder. They're getting to THT. they Got rid of Kyle Kuzma just to get what fucking Austin Reeves and shit like that. Like they're, it's it's not like he's trading to get
1: like fucking I don't know KD.
2: Like I feel
1: I feel what you're saying though. Like I definitely do. They really relocate right now with Russell Westbrook contract. Like I believe they would have if it wasn't for Russ contract. They would have tried to get somebody else like that already. But Russ contract sort of tied their hands. They don't got no cap room to really trade for anybody like that right now. I give you that. Yeah, you know, right. Like, and um hold on, I had I had a thought I was about to say. Yeah, it just it just just left. You um, think he made Russ better? Um or A D? Hold on, what'd you say? I say you think he must made
2: Russell Russ look better, A D, Mario Chalmers.
1: No, I don't think he made any of them better. Then Russ AD was AD. That was the whole reason why LeBron wanted him because AD was AD. AD so, you don't was...
2: think that LeBron has an influence of how Westbrook played really, really shitty last season and now he's playing phenomenal this season? You don't think LeBron had anything to do with that?
1: I'll say it more due to coaching changes and finding the right role for Russell Westbrook. I'd also say that, I mean, pretty much we all knew that it wouldn't work. So, Took them a whole season to find the right roles for them to complement each other. When I think of LeBron James best teammates, I think of my favorite player, D Wade, who was already a champion before LeBron. I think of, you know, A D was already play. a franchise A D was already a franchise star before LeBron. You know, um, they was calling him a top ten, top five player in the league before LeBron. Um Chris Boss, he was face of the Raptors before LeBron. Um, Ray Allen, he was, you know, the big three with the Boston Celtics before LeBron, you know? Kevin that Love was putting up Kevin Love was putting up twenty and twenty before LeBron. Um Kyrie was just a a rookie, you know. He was only a couple years in when LeBron returned. Um well. What do all those people have in common to cheat this name?
2: What the went to them or they came there and he brought them a the championship. None of them teammates, none of them people that teach this name on their team, like D Way. Yes, he had uh what I think two championships at the time, but they were oh it was my fault, No, because then they were two back to back. That's my fault. He had one at the time. <clears throat> and then they kind of went on to
1: a drought. They were shitter. Oh no, my headphones died. I, would, I wouldn't really say it's a drought. Like, I mean, yeah, like they didn't go back to back, but it was only five seasons since like they won that. the title. It wasn't like it was that far off.
2: That was a good amount in the uh, NBA world, but that's five years. But I'm. But so, like, he went to them, they won a championship. He go Ray Allen comes over there, gets a the championship. Uh, he goes back to Cleveland. Kyrie, like you said, he's a good ass player, come, but he won't get no championship. They barely get into the playoffs. And you get to the, uh, he comes there, Kyrie brings him a championship, he goes to the Lakers. Yeah, AD, excuse me, AD was a franchise player, the head of, the head, uh, of his uh, team doing all that good stuff, but he wasn't at that level to get him a championship. LeBron, boom, let me take you out of my room. What do you do for him? Get him a championship. So, yes, I mean, all those people were good in the seventies before LeBron, but LeBron brought all the people a championship in the process of making them better, in my opinion, because now all the people without LeBron is doing their own damn thing. Like, I very well think Kyrie Irving Kyrie is capable do to a championship getting a championship, but I don't think that's capable without him playing with LeBron because LeBron humbled the shit out of him. And I could be, I could say that for like a, a couple other players when it comes to LeBron. Not like, Dwayne, like D Way, like I mean, Dway, Way was probably the coolest one when it comes to that. D. Way was basically like here, bro, do your thing, take the keys, I'ma just help you out. you woof. Like that situation just worked out player. Like you feel me. But again, he went there brought them the championship that they was not gonna get again. D was not gonna win no more championships at all. He came to brought them two. Same with Chris Boss. Chris Box was hooping, but he wasn't about to get no championship with the rappers. Came over there, got his ass too. Jay Love was hooping in Minnesota. He was. That nigga was a 40-20 machine. He was hooping, but he couldn't get it done. He let me team up with LeBron. Let's get better together.
1: Got that man a chip. In all those scenarios, yes, LeBron went to the Heat, then went back to the Cavs, and then came to the Lakers. In each of those scenarios, it wasn't just LeBron going to these teams and just helping. Guys on that team won a championship. The whole entire team was reconstructed to be around LeBron. They they put pieces. They um they went after aging veterans, that experienced the experienced veterans who had that one good skill that would come in handy. And they surrounded LeBron, Bosh and D-Wade with them. And then they uh, did the same thing. Uh, uh, the Cavaliers. I mean, I wouldn't really call them all aging, but. Mm-hmm. You know the thing was, it wasn't like he just went to a team. The whole entire team was changed, and then they won. It uh, that is true. After he carried no names to the playoffs, a very
2: good amount of times, he decided, "I'm up." Yeah, okay,
1: But I give you that. I, I give you that point. Oops. And you you talking about his first seven years in Cleveland? Yeah, he was carrying the Knicks, Bruh. But okay, I never get this part. How was he carrying them when he he had a a squad that was putting up stats similar to the top teams in the league? Like on that Cavalier squad, almost yearly, he had at least four or five other double-digit scores on his team. Some averaging fifteen, some averaging twelve. You know, None of them yeah, you can even you, you can even compare it to the Spurs. And uh like the year they went to the finals in 07, compare that compare that team, the only there was only uh Duncan and two others that was uh double digit scores on that team. Whereas um on the Cavaliers that year it was LeBron and five or four or five other players that were double digit scores. Like I think everybody looks down on that time frame, like I don't see how he was carrying a bunch of scrubs when he was literally top three, top four seed for like five years straight.
2: Like well, he was you know? a top seed because they hit him. No, I mean the team, the people that he had, I mean they had double digits, but like I'm gonna have to look that up. Because they because I would say none of them had 15 points to game or more. Like maybe 10, oh. 11. but I mean LeBron I think 27. Um yeah, he, he had the team with zero all-stars. What Mo Williams, Daniel Daniel Gibson, Zasha Pakovich. I mean that's uh, Pavlovich, Sasha, I mean is this Jonas Sagowskis fucking, what, Drew Gooden, Devontae West, like, what? No. He had a team with no all for that whole entire time, and he, I, I would say that's carrying, like, if you're averaging 27, 28 points per game, and then everybody on your team not even averaging over 15, that that's carrying. Like, I, I would say the same thing about, like, Jordan, if he was doing that, like, but Jordan was averaging, what, 20, 25 to 30, with Pippen averaging 25 next to him with, you know what I'm saying, so I'm like, <laughs> LeBron didn't have that until he went to the Heat. And even then, um, yeah, I mean, but now I can't even say even then because D Way started doing his thing. I'm not even gonna lie. But I mean, that's the only time he played with an author or, or anybody capable of giving him 20 points per game a night. And then when you see what happened when he played with somebody who can give him
1: 20 points per game. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think I was he saying, that's why I say he carried them. All right. So you said that um, in the year he went to the finals against the um, Spurs, Larry Hughes averaged. 14.9 points a game, uh, and Iglesias and Good in average 11.9 and 11.1 uh, per game, and then like you, you know, you go through the season. He had a decent supporting cast, and I always said this: like you brought it up, he didn't have an All Star, right? So I always said he didn't need to go to Miami. All he needed was he was literally one player away of dominating the Eastern Conference and uh, as a Cleveland. But uh, well, who's gonna uh, come to Cleveland? I well, don't nobody wanna come to Cleveland. That's the only reason he left. He tried to recruit people to come to Cleveland. Nobody wanna play in Cleveland. You see? Okay, well fine. Well then you make people want to come there. You show them why they should come there. You Well
2: right, but in his defense that's why he had to leave. He had to leave, he could take it under D Wade's wing, learn how to do it, came back, did it and then he's like, all right, bet, we're good.
1: Yeah, but, like, right.
2: he also had like a like you said, a decent supporting test. Like and then which that was close. I mean, like I said, I mean that pretty much like kind of held my point. Like I said, I mean they nobody averaged 15 points or more. I mean 14.9, we can call that 15, but it's fucking Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes is your next highest average scoring.
1: Come on, Larry Hughes. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I mean, even then though, you look at the next season after that, he had six other players, five other players average double digit points. All had, under huh? All in the fifteen, right? Yeah, pretty much. Fourteen. You had, you know, if you're in the league and you're averaging less than fifteen points a game, you're 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 like, like you know. he had to destroy the Eastern Conference. By going to Miami, he destroyed the Cavaliers. It destroyed the Toronto Raptors. I'm not saying that the Toronto Raptors were going to be championship contenders or anything. But with Bosch what on that mean? team, they were at least you know, playoff bound. I give you and, that. The too. But
2: the only reason and, we could never get to the championship because we could never get past LeBron in the East. I give you that point.
1: And and um, then you got the 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 Pistons were dissolving. The Seventy Sixers were beginning the process. The you know teams the teams that were good oh. at the top in the East were aging and getting. And starting to rebuild, while the young teams like the Bulls and the Pacers were young, you know uh, they there was no competition in the East when he did that. And rather than take his, rather than take the good with the bad, like with the Heat, he left and went right back to the Cavaliers and formed another team to do it again. You know, like it's easy to like it may not have been heard of before, but nobody has done done it like LeBron by literally making a super team and leaving and trying to form another super team, like uh, it's not impossible if you do it that way. You take out all the competition. Like like
2: when he got, quote unquote, the super team with Kyrie, Caleb, and uh, and LeBron at that time, there was already other super teams formed. So that's like, I feel like that kind of negates their argument because yeah, he I'm not gonna deny that LeBron fucked up the East. He most definitely, and it's coming from a LeBron fan, he most definitely 100. percent When he made that move, he fucked up the NBA 100. He now he's reaping the what he's like the repercussions of like what he did. So I mean I'm not I can't deny that like that's that's just what it is. But I I feel like when he got, went back to Cleveland with Le, with Caleb and uh fucking Kyrie, that's when other people started doing that shit too. So I mean the league was getting harder and shit like that, and that was just a thing. But I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, he, no one has done it in the fashion that he's done it. But then again, no one has done it again. No one's done it, period. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, I was at Cleveland. I went to Miami 101. Then I went back to Cleveland. Then I went to LA. But, bro, every team he's went to, like, he's they're going to the finals. Like, that's – like, regardless of how you do it, that's fucking insane. Like, that's – and he's doing it in a lovely fashion, averaging 30 points a game. Like, that's, that's crazy. And, you know, he's
1: pulling up some good stats this year, but – You know, if you are constantly going after the top players in the league and trying to form a team around that rather than building your own team, you know, you're going to be a perennial championship contender with LeBron, which is why he always was. Because other teams forming teams to stop him. I want to say that.
2: The only reason Kevin Durant went to the Warriors is because of LeBron. The no other reason that Curry and Draymond asked Kevin Durant to come to the Warriors because of LeBron.
1: I wouldn't say that. Like that, Who's that doesn't make sense to me. Why? Why would the Warriors be scared of LeBron when they beat him already? Yeah, he came back and beat them the following year, but they're one-one. That isn't like it is. you're scared or anything like that. That I think that decision had more to do with them wanting to be dominant than LeBron. I don't think. Like I ain't gonna say LeBron didn't come up at least, but I'm saying that. That move had had little to do with LeBron, than it did with the Warriors and Kevin Durant just coming together. I can 100 tell you that that's
2: it's, exactly it's why it happened, bro. There's I can even send you the link. Draymond Green in his podcast specifically said that is why they did it. They're like, why did you do that? They said we knew that we cannot go up through LeBron James again without Kevin Durant, so we called Kevin Durant. LeBron came came back from one three. That year that they were seventy three and nine, bro. They knew damn well they was not finna beat Kyrie and LeBron again in another year, which is exactly why they called Kevin Durant. They reached out to bro. Draymond Green said that shit himself and Curry like that. That's exactly why that is the only that is the only reason you would need five superstars all gonna be in a Hall of Fame on the same exact fucking team because that one man that bro. That's that's literally exactly the only reason they made ever. They stole the ring from LeBron, or he'd be five and five. That's exactly what they made him believe. Egg the morse came out of Draymond's mouth.
1: All right. I can't believe that.
2: He literally he told the story. It was crazy. And that's why he got on that team. Because KD wanted something to prove. He wanted his rings. He wanted to show motherfuckers that he was the, quote unquote the best in the world. But he went to the fucking Warriors. So that negates all that shit. But that's exactly why it happened. Because that man is that fierce.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't
2: right. deny the jumping around, yeah, you feel me? like Michael didn't do that. You feel me? Like I, I will not I would never ever deny that. Michael you know what I'm saying, LeBron definitely jumped around. Like I said, one thing I respect about Kobe. Like when Kobe was in LA, bro, and they was shit ball well, he stayed the whole entire time. That's why I respect him. So I get that to you, and that's kinda like a, you know, that's kinda how old school people are, like you feel me, like loyalty, not I mean, I feel I definitely get where you're coming from hundred percent. Like I'm not arguing arguing
1: none of it. Would it always Bothered me was that he never went down with a sinking ship. Like, he, like, even if you want to call Cleveland his first in in Cleveland, is, you know, him a carry job and all that, the fact remains that most people would love to have those five seasons on their career, uh, that he had in Cleveland with that team. Like yeah, he, people, you,
2: that's what made him him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I loved to me personally, I liked the team that he had, they just wasn't. Enough to get it done. Like, you feel me? Like, I, and then I wouldn't say he made them better either, especially because he was young coming straight out. I wouldn't say he got to make his teammates better to probably his third or fourth season. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: You know, I'll give you that.
2: One of yours where you say he'll make people better. Like, I, I like the, when he first came in, I don't think he was worried about none of that. But once he realized what he was and his role, then he started doing that. Then he got to Miami and D Wade showed him the way. So he was like, okay, bet. So this is how you do it. You no know I'm saying I definitely feel you, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're on the same way we for a uh, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Both of our uh, favorite players wanted two chips together, baby. We can't argue now.
0: You guys have any last uh bits you wanna say regarding the debate of LeBron or Michael Jordan making their teammates better?
1: This this question isn't about whether or not they make their teammates better, but I gotta ask, are you do you believe those um those excuses with the Spurs and the Warriors and all that? What do you mean? Like LeBron, like the only reason he lost is because he had to go up against a first team with four future Hall of Famers and a Hall of Fame coach. Same thing with the Warriors. Do you believe that? Not <laughs> that, like he should have figured that shit out. Nah, fuck that. That's that's, I mean, yeah. that's
2: excuses, bro. I don't know, nah, hell no. Nah. I mean, he knew he was yeah. going against, him and the coaches knew who they was going against before they got there. You feel me? They should have prepared better or got some better players. Hell no. Nah. Okay,
1: Fuck yeah. yeah, thank you, man. Like, uh, thank okay. you. And then the one thing with the whole coaching thing, I, you know, I always heard, the uh, you know, like LeBron, Michael had Phil Jackson, you know, and LeBron ain't never had that coach. But I think he had that coach. He had the opportunity at least twice in his career. He really, uh, if he
2: really wanted to go to a, a coach like that, he could have. LeBron has the power to request a trade to go anywhere he wants to, so no, fuck that. And he had Eric's coach. Eric coach is a good He's a future Hall of Famer coach, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. No, so, nah, fuck that. No, I don't, no that's, nah,
1: that's all the excuses. Run am not hearing that. Nope. Yeah. Thank you, man. Like, those are some of the excuses I hate hearing. Like, even with the four Hall of Famers, like, that Heat team had four future Hall of Famers. You know, and our future Hall of Fame coach, like it was pretty even on all Nick, fronts. Niggas, say that to you, bro.
2: Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, Kevin Durant lost the finals, so that's no, that's not an excuse. To to, to the Toronto Raptors, we had one superstar at the time. Pascal was coming up. No, that's that's not an excuse. And then if they say that Dirk in 2011 beat be yes. the, Packers, beat the uh, LeBron. Uh, D Wade and Chris Bosh. No, fuck that. That that's excuses. I'm not hearing that
1: shit. No, I yes, you, I'm, not, I'm a smart, respectable LeBron fan, but I tell her how it is. Hell no, that's 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 excuses, bro. Like yes, those are excuses to me. Like I just don't get how that you know. It, it always come down to they make it acceptable to lose when it comes to LeBron. Like most of the time, like when I be listening to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, they the ones that. You know, or, you know, um, what's his name? Nick Wrong. I know his name, Nick Wright, but Nick Wrong, man. Um, oh. They Every time they talk, they make it sound like losing is acceptable because of the competition. It's like, that, that's oh. bull to me. You, you either no. win or you don't. Everybody getting more hit
2: with the competition, so it's not acceptable to lose. Either you get hit with the competition or you just fucking suck, man. It should be never acceptable to lose. Hell no. And then the, the sitting players down and shit like that. Nah, they should, they should be trying to win every game. They be sitting next to our players against sad ass teams who been losing, bro. Like, that shit be making me hella mad. I'm not with the excuses.
1: Even better prepare. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's that was, that was the only thing else I had. Good question. He
2: settled for now.
1: Yep.
0: A little virtual handshake.
2: Oh, yeah, we dapping up right now.
0: Yeah, yep. virtual, virtual dap. All mm-hmm. right. I want to give y'all a little something to chew
2: on. He's seen Michael. He's seen Michael. I've never seen Michael. If you can't really, you feel me? That's why you really can't, you can't really argue against it. You can only just say what you've seen.
1: I didn't yeah. see Michael. I will say this. It's a good video on there that, like, is on YouTube. that explains the GOAT debate. Uh, Jordan versus... Michael, uh, uh, I said that wrong. Jordan versus LeBron comparison, and mm-hmm. it's a good, it, it's a good video that highlights uh, just how, like the little stats that people don't really see, you know. And it's a, it's a good little video, uh, you know. There's this uh, other one too. I might, if I find them, I could probably send them. But yeah, them there, the there's people. a couple videos on there. <laughs> well, all right.
0: Sounds like a successful goat debate to me. Little preview for next week. Have a little debate about Shaq versus Dwight Howard. I want y'all to save all y'all everything that y'all thinking about right now. I want y'all to save it for next week. Appreciate y'all coming through for another episode of Bells and Whistles the sports podcast where chaos is king. We'll see y'all next week.
1: All right, y'all. I'm about to do it up of you. Yep, you be safe now. I'll